0: Hello and welcome, Danette here. In today's episode, we're going to drill down into the question, should I pay off my mortgage? We're gonna look at, should I pay off my mortgage early or should I pay it off before I retire? And the most controversial part of this question, should I pay off my mortgage or should I invest? We're gonna tackle all versions of this question in this episode. Let me start by saying that despite what you may have heard, There is no one-size-fits-all answer to these questions. There is no single rule of thumb. This question really comes down to you, your goals, your values, your wishes and desires. It comes down to looking at this question in relation to everything else you have going on in your life. Today, we're gonna do three things. We're gonna talk about setting up the framework for helping you take a look at the things that you might wanna consider so that you can start to answer that question for yourself. Number two, we're going to drill down into some specific scenarios and discuss when you might think it's a good idea to pay off your mortgage early and to discuss some scenarios where you might not want to pay off your mortgage earlier. Number three, if you do decide to pay off your mortgage early, we're going to talk about three different strategies to help you do that. So if you're interested in learning more about paying off your mortgage, then you're in the right place. Hello, I'm Danette Lowe, founder of True North Wealth Management and your host. Welcome to a fresh episode of Ready to Retire. If you're starting to think about retirement, wondering if you've saved enough and want to learn more about how everything fits together, you're in the right place. On this show, I'll tackle complicated financial topics and break them down into easy to understand concepts. If you're ready to live an amazing life filled with family, friends, travel, and interesting experiences, you're in the right place. Are you ready to retire? Let's go. I want to start this episode by telling you about a quick story. This happened a number of years ago. My aunt got a call from her mom. Her mom said, I'm thinking about refinancing my house. Could you take me down to the bank? And my aunt, of course, said, sure, mom, I'll take you down. And they went down to the bank and they sat down with a mortgage officer. They started talking about what was going on. They said, you know, she wanted to refinance. She's seen on the news that refinancing is a good idea right now. And so she was there to refinance. They took a look at her mortgage loan and they said, well, it looks like you only have about six payments left. And I think she only owed about a thousand dollars. So They kind of said, well, why don't you just pay off your mortgage, right? Because you owed so very little. And this story always stuck with me because we hear so many opinions when we're watching the news, when we're watching the financial shows, we hear so many opinions about what we should be doing, and yet it may not always apply in our situation, I remember a number of years ago, a woman that I met with, she had inherited an investment portfolio from her mother. We sat around talking and going over things and what she should do and what she should keep and what she should let go. And during our conversation, she had one investment that was not appropriate for her and her situation. It was probably fine for her mom's situation, but didn't match up with her profile. And I recommended that she get rid of it. And she goes, no, 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 I love this one. This has been in the family for so many years that I'm going to keep it. And I said, okay. And then we continued on the conversation and I said, here were some of the things that I recommended she do. And one of the investments that I recommended was a bond mutual fund. And she had heard on the news that A bond mutual fund was something you should never own, like never own it. So she says to me, Danette, I do not want to own a bond mutual fund. I've heard that they're bad and I don't ever want to own it. And I said, wait a minute. I said, that other investment that you said we couldn't get rid of, that your family was so attached to and you'd had so many years, that is a bond mutual fund. And she's like, really? (laughs) So it's like we hear things on the news and we see things on the news and they're sometimes focused on just a particular thing. And it doesn't apply to our specific situation, like what our family is doing, what we're doing in our lives. And this question of whether or not you should pay off your mortgage early really speaks to that. When we hear people saying, yeah, there's one right answer, there's one way of doing it, and there simply isn't. So that's why I wanted to start this episode by setting up a framework of things to consider. You might be surprised by how many factors there really are to take into consideration. I'm surprised at the number of time I hear such strong opinions, either yes, you should or no, you shouldn't, without taking some of these factors into consideration. So let's start by setting up what I'm calling a framework, things to consider. In my aunt's mom's case, she wanted to refinance her house, which is a good idea based on the interest rates at the time, but it ended up being a horrible idea considering how very little she owed on the house. So if you're thinking about paying your mortgage off early, here are a few things to think about. The first thing I want you to think about is how long are you planning on living in the house? This is a loose guideline here, but is it less than five years or is it more than five years? If you're planning on selling your house within the next five years or you're just not sure, then it probably isn't going to have much advantage, if any, to pay off a mortgage or even making extra mortgage payments, especially if your time frame is less than two years. I really wouldn't even consider it due to the cost of refinancing. On the other hand, let's say this is your forever home and you're positive you're gonna live in the house for longer than five years, then I think it's absolutely to your advantage to think about some strategies to pay off the house early. The next thing to think about is your income level. How much are you currently making? How easy it is for you to make your house payment every month? If your income is very high, then definitely think about paying it off. Some people like to carry a mortgage because they get a tax deduction. And an interesting side note, Congress raised the standard exemption so high that for most people, the mortgage interest is no longer a tax deduction. And if you listen to our last episode where we talked about biases, we specifically talked about loss aversion bias and how people in general just dislike paying taxes. Keep in mind how high your income is and how easy is it for you to make your payment when you're thinking about paying off your mortgage. Next up, how much have you accumulated in your after-tax savings accounts? Or have you received a large lump sum? This question of should I pay off my mortgage comes up frequently when someone inherits money or sells a large asset or receives some kind of larger lump sum amount. If you have a large lump sum, first, I want you to look at your adventure fund. An adventure fund is like an emergency fund or a rainy day fund but I don't like to plan for negative things to happen. So I don't like to use those terms. I like to call it an adventure fund. And once you have an excess amount in your adventure fund, then you can spend it on something really fun and really exciting. We like to recommend having at least six months of net spending if you're single or in a single income family and three months of net spending if you're in a dual income family. Once your income fund is taken care of, you can put the excess into long-term savings and you can also plan for something fun to do. The next thing I would look at is your transportation and see where you are with that. If you owe a lot on your vehicle or are long overdue for a new vehicle, I would consider that situation first. Pro tip here, don't overspend on a vehicle if you've received a large lump sum. This could be one of, if not the actual biggest mistake people make when receiving a large lump sum payment, and that is to overspend on a vehicle. I definitely want you to have reliable transportation, but just be careful not to overspend here on this category. For the next part of the framework, we want to take a close look at your mortgage itself. What is the interest rate, the amount you owe, whether or not your loan is fixed or variable? How many more payments do you have? And are you paying PMI? If you're paying PMI, you're definitely going to want to try to get it paid down or refinance as soon as possible, right? Because that can be kind of expensive. There's nothing wrong by having PMI if that's what you needed to do to get the house. But that's definitely something you want to look at as far as refinancing. You'll also want to take a look at the current interest rate available At the time of this recording, mortgage rates have risen significantly over the past year, meaning the interest rate on your loan might actually be a lot lower than what you could get right now. If you have a really low interest rate, you may not want to pay off your mortgage or pay it down just yet. The most important aspect of the framework for deciding if you should pay off your mortgage early is your personal goals. Your goals, your values, what is important to you? In December, I'm excited because we're going to do an episode on creating a financial vision board, and this question is a great place to start. What is your goal? What is your vision for your home and your mortgage? If you have one, of course. A friend of mine had a goal of having no mortgage at the age of 40. And she and her husband both had very high incomes. They have two kids, growing family. Both sets of their parents were extremely well off. But this was her goal. She said when she turned 40, she did not want to have a mortgage. And so she sold her house and her and her husband bought a much smaller house using the equity and some cash they had saved. And that was her goal, that she would not have a mortgage past the age of 40. So what is your goal? What are your thoughts on this subject? My personal goal is to have my house paid off by the time I retire. However, I have no idea when I'm going to (laughs) retire. And maybe I'll change that as I go. I don't know. It's something I continually think about. Another friend of mine recently bought her dream home and rates were extremely low. She said, I'm never paying it off. It just doesn't make sense. This is really the most important piece of the framework, and that is to understand for yourself, what are your goals? What would you like to have happen? What is your vision for your future? Now let's take this framework and start working through a couple of examples. The first one, we've already discussed it, What if you only owe a small amount on your mortgage, let's say less than 50,000? Then I would say yes, you would wanna try to pay that off, especially if you've received a lump sum of money like from an inheritance or the sale of a business. Let's look at another scenario. You're living in your forever home. This is it, this home ticks all of your boxes. And as a side note, what a great exercise to do is to make a dream home checklist. For me, I travel quite a bit. I have a lot of continuing education conferences. I travel a couple of times a year for work to go meet with clients, also personal vacations. And I like to attend at least one spiritual retreat per year. Now that we're able to do that again. So being relatively close to an airport is a big plus for me. Every time my husband suggests a place that he might want to live, the first thing I say is how close is it to an airport? So are you in your forever home? What are the characteristics that make your home so special? And if you are in your forever home, then I would say yes, it would definitely be worth focusing on a strategy to pay your mortgage off or pay it off early. Okay, the next one. This is the most controversial question. There's a lot of debate on this subject. So I'll share with you what my thoughts are, but keep in mind, there are a lot of opinions out there. The question is, should I pay off my mortgage or should I invest? And my preference for my clients when they have this question is to steer them towards paying off their mortgage. This usually comes up in conjunction with someone receiving a large lump sum. Should I pay off my mortgage or invest the proceeds? The theory being that the rate of return on investments is going to be higher than the interest you pay on the loan. And even though you will pay some income tax on the gain of the investments and you'll receive a little tax deduction for the interest, at least depending on how much you owe and in prior tax seasons, theoretically, you would be a little bit better off investing. That being said, I still feel strongly that you're better off to use those funds to pay off your mortgage. It's a more conservative choice. And I look at it this way. You can sleep in your house, but you can't sleep in your brokerage statement. I think there's a higher benefit to protecting your home and the place where you live than maybe making a little bit higher return on your investment. If my clients ask, my preference is that they pay off their house. The last thing you would want to happen is to take money you're going to use to pay off your house, invest it, and then have a recession hit or lose your job and if the investments go down as well as the market value of your home it could be a disaster and i think avoiding a disaster scenario is a better choice but this is why i asked you earlier to look at your own values and your own preferences my focus is to help guide my clients in a way that makes sure they don't run out of money And so I might be a little bit more on the conservative side when it comes to this question. The last scenario we're going to look at today is, should I pay off my house before I retire? You know, should I not have that payment once I retire, once I stop working? There's absolutely nothing wrong with having a mortgage payment when you retire, especially for those people who have a majority of their retirement funds tied up in tax-deferred vehicles like 401ks or IRAs. If you wanted to pay off your mortgage before you retire and you would have had to pull those funds from a tax-deferred vehicle, then the tax consequences can get very high very quickly. Other than that, I think it comes down more to personal preference and not so much as any kind of rule of thumb. As long as you budget in the appropriate amount of your mortgage payment, in your future retirement cash flow, and it works for you, then it works. It's great. Just be sure to count it properly. A mortgage payment typically is fixed and has a payoff date. So when you're thinking about it in your financial plan, you won't add inflation and it typically will be paid off at some point in retirement. So if you decide you want to pay off your mortgage early, I'm going to talk about three ways that you could do it. The first one is like what we talked about earlier. You could downsize. You could take your house and sell it, take the equity and any savings that you have built up. You could pay cash for a home in your neighborhood or go to a less expensive neighborhood and potentially buy an equivalent size house then you would have no mortgage payment. The next idea for paying off a house early is to make additional monthly principal payments. One of the common kind of rules of thumb is if you make an extra house payment once a year, you will pay your mortgage off faster. And depending on your interest rate, that could be anywhere from three to five years faster by making just one additional monthly payment per year. So the more you make, the more additional principal you pay to your mortgage will pay your mortgage down earlier in the long run. And so there are a lot of online calculators that will allow you to say, I'd like to have my house payment paid off in a certain number of years or a certain number of months. And if you tell it how much your interest rate is, it'll tell you back how much you should pay each month to make that happen for you. So that's a great way to do that. The third and most common way is if you have received a lump sum, like an inheritance or a sale of an asset. And what I want to caution here is it depends on the type of lump sum you receive. If you received a lump sum that is an IRA or a 401k, or maybe you inherited an IRA from a parent, then those can have the high tax consequences from taking a large sum out to pay your house. So if you have a taxable lump sum that when you take the money out, it becomes taxable, then you might wanna space that out say, over a 10-year time period, that you're gonna take a certain amount each year. Maybe there's an amount that you can take out that will put you right up to the next tax bracket, but not exceed it. And you would definitely wanna talk with your financial advisor or your CPA or an accountant about that. Okay, so those were three ideas. If you decided to pay off your mortgage early, you could downsize, you could make additional monthly payments, or you could pay it off with a lump sum. This is a great question to bring up with your financial advisor. They'll be super happy to work through figuring this out, taking into consideration what's in your best interest. And I think at some point, almost every client we've worked with over the years has had this question come up. If I've missed anything, please let me know. I'll have my contact information in the description. In our next episode, we're going to discuss five savings hacks, five fun and interesting ways to increase your savings. One of my favorite of the tips we're going to cover is the $100 bill challenge. I'm super excited to share all of the tips, but that one in particular. If you haven't had a chance yet, I'd recommend you take a look at our three steps to planning an epic retirement three-part series. In the series, we talk about how you spend your time in retirement, how to figure out your sources of income, and then we'll help you tie everything together. We've also made a companion guidebook called The Three Steps to Planning an Epic Retirement. You can download that for free. There will be a link in the description, or you can find it on our website. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you and your time. I hope you have an amazing day and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Ready to Retire. I'm your host and certified financial planning professional, Danette Lowe. For over 20 years, I've been helping busy professionals beautifully navigate the transition from working full-time and saving their money to confidently retire and live the lifestyle they've worked so hard to create. For more action items and help as you approach retirement, sign up for our newsletter at truenorthwealth.com. That's T-R-U, North Wealth, all one word.com. I'll be back next time with more retirement planning fun. Have a wonderful day.